Hey friends, I'm Ashley. Hey you guys, I'm Lainey. And this is Haunted Real Estate. Well, welcome to Haunted Real Estate, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We have a special guest today on the pod. Um, I'm Hi, sorry. Hi, I'm Lainey here. Oh, I'm sorry. That kidding. was so rude. <laughs> I am the special guest. Well, Lainey's I'm not the special kidding. guest. Lainey's the regular co-host Idiot. with me, but we do have a special guest today. Angela, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so she has her podcast. Tell us about your podcast. So we have a podcast called Ghost Hunting Beauties. So it's focused around six females, all ghost hunting. We have three models who are inexperienced. And then we have three paranormal experts who are very experienced. So it's kind of like a little bit of the shenanigans there of they're teaching us. We're learning as we go along. And us, you know, experiencing a lot of paranormal craziness. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we would love to know about some of the best places that you've been or your creepiest haunts or ghosts that you've seen while you're doing ghost hunting beauties so so far i mean they've all been pretty creepy but most of them like hotel icon was very beautiful it's very picturesque it's an old building uh that one was very glamorous some of the creepiest though if you want to get into creepy would be the hallettsville old lavaca county jail so that's in hallettsville and it is a very very small Mm -hmm. town and i'm telling you if you walk up to it and you already get the feeling i mean the presence when you go there before you get in the building you're feeling stuff is it is it still a a functioning jail right now or is it closed down nope not anymore Uh, they closed it down i believe in the 80s around that time something similar to that um the there's two ladies that run it and keep it historically preserved so Mm -hmm. people can book ghost hunts there people can book tours there and the coolest thing is you actually stay the night so oh, I, I was we, not one about staying the night before in a fair. haunted place, especially a jail. Like Does if I was in cozy? jail, I at least want a cool story. Yeah, I'll go to a haunted hotel, but not a jail. Right. I at least <laughs> wanted to go, if I'm in jail, it's a, it's a cool story and it's yeah. not a cool story. It's me just being there hunting ghosts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, you could tell your friends you've been to jail before. There you go. Yeah. Say more than once. No. <laughs> so did anything like like historically happen at that property? Oh, yes. So they had suicides there. They've had, you know, the sheriff himself was murdered there. Oh, my gosh. And then the family that ran the jail, you know, had passed away there. So there's so many things that happen. You know, people that were falsely imprisoned you know allegedly that had hung themselves in there or people that just didn't want to be there anymore so the energy there is very heavy very 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 heavy it definitely seems like it especially in a prison it's it's heavy even when it is action and functioning you know mm-hmm. it's, it's not right. a place you want to be no right. no especially like at least we were there ghost hunting but there's there's not a lot of air conditioning or heating in there so pick your time appropriately yeah we've gone when it was freezing cold for season one i mean i was shaking i was so cold but luckily in the kitchen area and dining area we had little space heat 
heaters so we go warm up our hands yeah. and then back at it so i couldn't feel any cold spots the first time because i i was the cold spot yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting there like an icicle going all right spirits all right what are we gonna do today so when you're ghost hunting do you what bring anything with you do you have any tools we have uh we have the REM pod, K2s. We have uh, my favorite, and it's the running joke on the show, is the cat balls. So I always say, you know, come and play with my balls. That's yeah. kind of like <laughs> my little theme as I go there. And they go, y'all, are, you are obsessed with these. And I was like, well, yeah, wouldn't you be if you had a pair? So yes. And Lainey likes people to ask her about her wiener. So See, there you go. Yeah. Ask me about my wiener. Ask me about my cat balls. There you go. There you go. It's like that comedy show we went to and the guy kept saying, oh, dick and balls. Oh, <laughs> I love it. So the cat balls are one of those things that, they have to be manipulated by energy or something touching them. They're originally designed for cats to play with. Mm-hmm. So I was fascinated with these because they're inexpensive, first of all. So right. anyone can go on Amazon and order these and take them somewhere, talk to spirits and see if they can get communication. Like if you have that skill and ability and especially, you know, I say go prepared, go with the team, all these good things. Right. So just go random places, ghost hunting before you research. But I, I'm sitting here inexperienced with these cat balls and I'm like, just touch my balls, just play with my balls. So it's like, <laughs> Like season one, that's basically what I'm doing. Yeah. I think that should be the whole theme of season one for me. <laughs> I love that. That's adorable. But well, they, they didn't for a while. But that's because I didn't know how to use them. Like, you know, simple. Push a button. That was a far concept for me. So I pushed the button twice every time and had them turned off for the, the jail <laughs> episode. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So we'll we'll show that on the show, possibly, of, of going, here's Angela. This is what a novice does. She doesn't know how to push a button. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What so, a, oh, go ahead. Sorry. What, what was haunted about Hotel Icon? Hotel Icon, it used to be a financial institute so there back then they had the great depression they had different things that happened with their bank accounts were no longer flourishing so a lot of people had taken their lives and in houston they don't tell a lot of this story too many places but if you go to hotel icon they have it displayed but they don't tell a lot of the dark history unless Mm -hmm. you do some research so when we went there we had person after person going this place is haunted did you know this especially once they knew who we were and they said there's a little boy that runs down the hall there's a lady over here and this is like on and on and on and on and on so i'm like wow and and sure enough when it gets very calm and quiet and you're walking down the halls i mean it feels like the shining Ooh, it's really creepy but it's beautiful though the place is it's it's not evil or anything uh-huh. but it's beautiful but it's what you haunting mm-hmm. there you yeah. go it's hauntingly it's haunting. beautiful mm-hmm. i love that. no i love that i love that so what made you want to form ghost hunting beauties so it's a funny story so um Back in the day, all the girls were getting together and going on a girl's trip. And I've never been on a girl's trip. I'm about to be 44 and I've never been on a girl's trip in my life. I know, sad day. But everyone's getting ready to go. And sure enough, I had caught COVID. So all the girls got to go to the Hotel Galvez. And I'm sure you guys know about the Galvez. So I was so sad but the one of the first things i had said you know look at me now back then i said i'm not staying in a haunted hotel anyway mm-hmm. so i'm glad i'm sick at home you know i was really glad i was sick but yeah <laughs> i was like fine everybody have fun you know you're trying to rationalize like oh they're gonna see ghosts anyways well sure enough the girls decide to go ghost hunting and they're using their cell phones they're going down the halls the girls decide to try to climb into air vents 
Oh. What? To sneak into haunted rooms that were abandoned. Like they were, you know, they didn't tear up anything. Everything's, you Could know. Could you just imagine right. them sneaking into a room with like a couple right. in there? <laughs> and they see a face in the vent right. and they're like, oh my God, this room that, is haunted. Right. Oh no, experience. she's just looking for ghosts. No they're trying deal. to go to like the top of the Galvez to where the lady in white is supposed mm-hmm. to be. They're going to all these places. And they did get evidence just with their cell phones of things happening. Mm-hmm. All these things happening i thought my god is like this is kind of fun i've never seen a show with a lot of women especially dressed all nice and in their heels and i said oh could you see us tripping in our heels running from ghosts wouldn't this be fun oh i love that so that's originally where my idea came from was watching you know beautiful women going and ghost hunting and i thought oh i love this idea and it evolved into i wanted to be serious about it i was like you know i don't want to be a joke i don't Mm -hmm. want to be comedy i said we'll throw comedy in there because we're naturally making jokes but we wanted a true paranormal team Mm -hmm. real experts who know what they're doing because what if you come across something dark i don't have any training and skills to fight that i don't know about demons and any of this yeah so we found the spring paranormal investigators and we got amy michelle and lynette and they educated us and they were so patient with us because we're sitting there making mistake after mistake and they're teaching us this is paranormal this is not paranormal this is why you do this this is why you don't do this and really patient with us so the show has evolved from there yeah wow that education sounds fun in itself oh really and you get less and less scared as you go along because you're it's almost like immersion therapy. Mm-hmm. Like if you're scared of snakes, hold a snake once. After you hold it the 20th time, you're not as scared because you're like, right. okay, I know what this feels like. Right. You're not yeah. anticipating something jumping out at you. By the episode four or five, you're going, I hope something jumps out. By by the end of this, can something just jump out so we can see it and document it? You yeah. know. So did they have any weird experiences at the Galvez? Oh, yeah. I want to know because my other, our other sister, Megan, her and I went to stay at the Galvez and had our own weird experiences. So I want to hear what theirs were. So it started where they're going down the hall and the do not disturb signs that are hanging there started shaking. Mm. There was no air vents or anything above them to make them shake. So they're sitting there filming it. Well, then late at night... They're staying, I guess, the fifth floor, I believe, uh-huh. is haunted. That's the most haunted. The most mm-hmm. haunted floor. They're like, that's where I want to stay. Yeah. That's why I love them. I think it's room 502 that's the most Something haunted. Something like or that. Or 501. I'm 501. Sure 501. I think 501. Yeah. So they're staying in these rooms, and, they're, and cabinets are flying open. Oh. And they don't have their phones at the time because it's dark, and they're in bed, so they didn't know this was going to happen. Like, they had already filmed, you know, some of the evidence, oh, but this was like. for the night. Right. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there going, I don't know what I would do if that happened. Yeah. So I am trying to immerse myself as I go along. It's kind of like you guys are learning about all these haunted places in real estate is I'm going to be looking up every place y'all go and go, okay, maybe I should go there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I want to explore it and have that experience. Yeah. 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 The Galvez for Megan and I was really fun. And we were intentional about going there that it's a historic hotel. It's got some spooky history. Um, and, and it's just got fun history, too. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. FDR, it, you know, it was temporarily the White House. Um, I didn't know yeah, that. What? It was. Yeah. FDR came for a big fishing trip it, to Galveston and the whole staff set up at wow. the Galvez. So it was the temporary White House. Nice. I mean, it's just got a fun history. <gasps> but yeah, Megan and I stayed. I think we were on the third floor and 
there was one night we got back um, and we did like a, we did a walking tour. It wasn't really like a spooky tour. It was more of a history tour. And we were walking back to our room and we both heard like a child running. And Ooh. so we both stepped aside, like, cause this kid was running behind us and we were like, okay, let's Ready get, to get out of the way. Down. <laughs> yeah. Nobody was behind us. And we Ooh. both looked at each other and I didn't feel like scared per se, but Definitely, like, I just had a weird experience. So I was a yeah. little shaky. I was like, oh, God, the hotel key. Like, let's, I just need to get in the room right. and kind of, like, dissect what just happened to us. It was weird. Why um, is it always a ghost child? Like, what is it? These kids, they're running around the restaurants, tearing up stuff. And then after they die, they're doing the same thing. Yep. Just running around. <laughs> like, it just never ends. But then again, if I was a ghost kid, I'd be tearing up everything. Yeah. I just know. I'd be and, a yeah. terrible, I'd be like a ghost brat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knocking over lamps and you things. You don't have to follow rules anymore when you're dead. Exactly. True. You're like, exactly. ha ha, mom's not here. <laughs> yeah. And there's lots of staff right. that have had weird experiences. And there's the famous story of the uh, the hurricane of 1900. Yes. That happened. And the, the nuns took the kids out of the orphanage, which is today where the Walmart is located. And that right. Walmart is known to be lo- uh, haunted. We have to explore that. Yes. Yeah. The, the Walmart and I so I so much history. <laughs> but that's a haunted Walmart, Walmart okay? Haunted like I've Walmart. a haunted Walmart. And it's totally haunted with the kids. So they're like mostly in like the toy aisles and stuff like that. I wish I knew every time I did go into that Walmart when we would go to Galveston. I know, to get flip flops or something. Or, Always. Or like, yeah. forgot my bathing suit bottoms. Let me just pop yep. in a Walmart. Yeah. You're like, damn it, man. <laughs> but so that the orphanage was at that location, mm-hmm. but they tied up the kids all together so that they wouldn't lose them in the surf when this. The, like literally one of the most devastating yeah. hurricanes that has hit the United States. And they all drowned because, mm. you know, a few people get pulled into the surf and it pulled everybody. Yeah. And they died on the property of where the, the Galvez was built. And mm-hmm. they buried them on the property of the Galvez. Yeah. So just like the nun is there, the children are there, yep. and the most famous ghost in 501. I'm totally blanking her name. I think it's Andrea... You're looking at Andrea, me like I know. I'm really hoping that I'll say something <laughs> and you'll invited. be like, it's, we did the episode together, though. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a very famous story. Her fiance, she was told he was mm-hmm. dead. She committed suicide at the Galvez. And then he came back the next day. Right. Yeah. That his ship did sink, but he happened to survive. So that's just. There's always, always a sad woman who lost her lover always and killed herself. Yeah, like that is just. And then she's wearing white like, and yeah. her Madame Butterfly all yes. over again. That's yeah. the first thing I think of is Madame Butterfly. Yeah. I'm like, was this inspired? Like, what? The- yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's always very dramatic. So Lainey mm-hmm. and I are planning on going to Old Town Spring in October to oh. do some ghost. Yes, ghost tours. I don't say ghost hunting because I'm okay if I don't find a ghost. But oh, you will. Like okay. they'll find oh, you. Yeah. They'll find like, you. Yeah, I I've never experience. not had an experience there. I've never not. So tell us about Old Town Spring because I want to be ready and probably reference back to this episode once we go visit. Yes, we're going on like a rated R tour or something. It was the No Children. Yeah, it was the After Dark. Those are always better. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, that's. (laughs) I'm a mother, and I go, yeah, it's good to have a break. Yeah, I'm I'm not a mother, so I'm always like, (laughs) you're like, I need a break anyways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. So the. The Old Town Spring Ghost Walk has uh, Penny Dreadful, and we've had her on our podcast on our show. She's an incredible historian. So she's going to tell you the history that not everyone knows. Mm -hmm. And her tour is never exactly the same. So one day you may go on the tour and learn about one thing. The next time you may learn about another. So, and I know this for a fact because I'm I'm like booking all the tours. Yeah. She's seen me so many times. I'm just like, ooh, tell me more because she has great stories. She's incredible. And she researches them and they're all backed by fact. 
So you're not just getting a ghost tour with someone going, and it's haunted. Woo. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, do- yeah. she's not doing that. She's going to tell you just how it is. The news, she has newspaper clippings and she encourages you to film while you're there. Okay. And sure enough, last one we went on, there was a lady standing next to me. So I know she didn't go home and edit it. You know, you know Penny Dreadful is not going home and creating these things. These are from the tour. Someone's mm-hmm. standing next to you. Yeah. We had a woman that captured uh, someone looking in the window. Ooh. There's supposed to be, I won't give you details because you, you have to stay tuned before you go there. And I don't want to give away any of your stories, but there is uh, what's known as the hanging judge. And Ooh. he's the one that is the strongest presence there. So when you get to that part, I encourage you to go near the hanging tree, but just prepare yourself because there's people who have passed out near the tree. There's people who have vomited. I had my friend with me on the last tour we went to and she stayed away from the tree. She goes, no, thank you. She goes, I feel it. I'm not near it. No, mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. And people were backing up from the tree. Like it's, ooh, and she'll give you the stories and details. Wow. It's been, we have actually, um, with not on our show or being filmed, have made contact with the judge before. Oh, wow. And he is not a very good person. He tortured people to get confessions out of them. And this is something oh, that. I hate hearing that. Yeah. He was, a, he's one of those that I think he was looking to hang people mm-hmm. because it was outside of his home and he could sit and watch it. So one of those people that enjoyed Demented that, just a mind. sick person. And you'll feel it when you're there. Like, he, he's, he's there. And as you go around Old Town Spring, of course, there's so much history there. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the Native Americans. I think it was the Oroquois. If I hope I'm saying that right, that the Indians were there. And she'll tell you the history about them as well. So you'll okay. see that it was such a tragic type of history that the fires continue in Old Town Spring. That if you mess with a tree or anything with your shop, that the shops burn down and wow. we've seen it we've seen it so it's not just you know conjecture it's not just us going ooh spooky it really happens yeah like i wish we had the you know could sit there and know when this is going to happen so that we could make documentation to go oh there's this there's that to proof a b c and d but you don't know when a fire is going to happen and you don't know when the craziness is going to happen we have footage of me it is the first time something walked through me. Oh my gosh. Oh my we gosh, have I see that. footage. And the only thing you can see from the footage, of course, people can say, oh, I made something up. But it was, I was lucky that my husband was filming because I was like, oh, film me ghost hunting. Because I thought it was cute. And mm-hmm. everyone, she encourages you to film on the mm-hmm. tour. Film everything because then go back and look at it later. So I'm walking there with my little K2 meter that I bought off Amazon, feeling so <laughs> proud of myself before Aww. I had a show. And I'm, you know, sitting there with my little k2 it's going off and i feel gone i don't mm-hmm. know how to explain you know, it's almost like i fell asleep mm-hmm. and it felt like my eyes were cloudy so it's almost as if i fell asleep but on the video i'm not asleep my eyes are wide open i'm not blinking and it's a blip in time felt like an eternity and i start double blinking double blinking and i'm going what 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 just happened what just happened and i started to not feel so good after that oh gosh and so my husband was like are you okay are you okay are you okay because he knows me he knows well, everything about me and he's like something's off what's happened and then sure enough a lady on the tour goes are they following you too oh and i went oh lord it's <laughs> <laughs> like okay and i was like she saw that too so it's like okay so you guys are in for a treat when you go. I always tell people, don't be scared. Just go there, say a blessing. Say, you're not allowed to touch me. You're mm-hmm. not allowed to do this. Whatever your boundaries are, set them when you go there. Before you leave, say, you're not allowed to follow me home. This is your home. This is where you live. You've got and to you're good. Yeah. Hey, yes. I say that all the time. You're supposed to say, like, thank you for having me. You are not welcome to come yeah. with me. I, get, I mean, I get it. I say this. 
yes, I'm a skeptic, but I'm also respecting it. Yes. Because I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, but. No, I, right. I know I'm, it exists. I, I respect it. Right. I know it exists. I it's just, it's I just, better to be a skeptic, yeah. if you ask me, because then you're not so quick to jump to it's an existential type mm-hmm. of experience. Like, we need to look at the logic first. Right. And we need to go to the science. Because if you think about it, even if it is paranormal, our spirits are still energy. Mm-hmm. So there has to be documentation or something to show what happens to the energy. Energy doesn't die. It just becomes dispersed. So where does that energy go when the body that's containing your spirit or soul, you know, no matter what you believe, it contains something. Right. We have to admit it contains something. No matter what you believe, there's something here, then the body dies. We know that because we... We've seen decomposition. We've seen CSI files. (laughs) We've seen all the evidence. And then the spirit, what if it remains? What is it? Where is it trapped? Where is it going? So there's something there with that energy. Right. Because there's so much being dispersed. I truly believe that's what we're experiencing in Old Town Spring is the Mm -hmm. energy from dark energy from the judge. Mm -hmm. We're experiencing sad energy from people who've lost their lives, you know. And who knows what else is out there. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can get as deep as you want to go. Right. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you can go to Bigfoot. You can get as deep as you want to go. I don't know about any of that stuff. I always go, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, in our uh, segment, Tale of the Triangles, um, where we'll, we'll be researching all, like, the different triangles of the world, but we did two episodes on the Alaskan Triangle. Oh, nice. And it's just fascinating learning about the positive and the negative energy mm-hmm. and the sort of, like, vortexes that are there. Some of that is honestly, like, indisputable, that that yes. energy there does exist. And I'm not saying, like, ghostly energy. I mm-hmm. am talking about, like, just a, like a positive or negative energy that's going on. I mean, in all the triangles, mm-hmm. people go missing, yeah. planes go missing, yep. boats, ships go missing, just the unexplained. And it's, exactly. it's just, I, I find it just so fascinating to to dive into all of that. Oh, yeah. So you went to Old Town Spring, and I see that you also did Old Montgomery in Texas. What was that one? Uh, that one's going to be for season two. Oh. We did research it, though, which was um, it, there's antique shops there, which if you're ever looking for a ghost adventure and you want to be safe, go antiquing, go antiquing <laughs> and you, you can actually touch certain items and feel their mm-hmm. energy, their presence. You know, with people who are psychics and mediums and have different abilities, they'll tell you that from touching items... They can see the history, which I always find fascinating because mm -hmm. if they could research that and present that to you and it matches, like imagine the things we're uncovering because our minds are just barely researched. Like we're researching the physical. How do we research anything? How do people have the instinct? You know, how do twins, if one feels one's being pinched and the other one can feel it? That is proof. Or a mother to a child that you know that something happened or something's not right and you just feel it in your gut. Yes. Yeah. My mother and I, when we lived in different states, um, I was in a very terrible situation. I won't go into details. I was just in a very bad situation. And my mother knew when those occurrences were happening to me. And she would call me to check on me to make sure I'm okay. And it was on the dot every time. Oh, that's amazing. And we, we still go, we joke all the time. We go, ESP. Like, we know. Mm-hmm. Like, if we usually have headaches at the same time. Like, that's what drives me crazy because I'm sitting there with a headache and I'm like, oh, I bet she has a headache too. It's like, I know it, you Mm -hmm. know. We try to go to the logical first and go, well, it could be the weather changing. So we both have the same body chemistry on certain levels because we're mother-daughter. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times, like, how would she know when terrible things were happening to me and call me right at that moment without anything? Now, this was before social media. I'm that old. (laughs) So before (laughs) social media, she had no clue. I didn't post something cryptic and go, prayers today, don't ask questions. I I didn't do 
that. There was no social media back then. So right. my mother just had to go by an instinct and a feeling in her uh-huh. gut. Something's happening to my child, you yeah. know, even as an adult. So it's the same with my child. I, I get feelings. She gets feelings. We're very connected. So I, I think that's very true. Right. Very true. Right. I don't talk about this very often just because it doesn't have a happy ending. But two years before our mom died, I was having dreams that... She was going to die. Really? I, yeah. And it, so you sensed And it. I even had my stepdad come over one day because it, it happened multiple times that I was having this dream. Wow. And I was just like, I don't know what to do with it. Like, I feel like we're supposed to intervene or we're supposed to do something. Right. And she, I mean, yeah. So that was like 2014, 2015. I was having those dreams. And oh, I'm so sorry. She did pass away in 2016. But a happier weird premonition dream mm-hmm. I had was that I was going to have a boy. Um, <gasps> what? I was, so I had, we had our daughter first in 2010 and then in 2013, we we got pregnant and I'd always said I don't care what I have like right. I just I'm gonna love my babies of course and I had this dream that I had a like I had a boy but he was older and he had brown hair oh my god and that dream just like really impacted me mm-hmm. and I started crying because I was like I was gonna go to the get the ultrasound to see you know mm-hmm. what sex the baby was mm-hmm. and I was crying on the drive there and praying I was like God I don't want to ever feel disappointed right I don't want to be disappointed because they say it's a girl like so whatever happens just like please let me feel the right thing right and then when she said boy i was like Like, oh my god i did like i felt that so cool but i i like hated myself because i said i didn't care and then i had this dream and then i wanted it to be real and i was like no please don't like let me feel like sadness if she says you know if they say it's a girl that that was me like i was actually see i'll i'll i will bluntly admit it i I did not know what to do with girls i know i was a handful so i was like please don't be a girl please don't be a girl please don't be a girl (laughs) and i was like i don't know how to handle a girl and i was like especially i was like oh my gosh you know back then we're raised to feel that women are balls of emotions and so hard to deal with and oh my goodness you know you're raised with that culture you know like my mom came from an older generation so i thought oh having a girl is going to be difficult and then come to find out you know my my mom was probably thinking the same thing with me. Like my mom was like, anything but a redhead. And boy, was I redhead. <laughs> I was like, mom, did you really say anything but a redhead? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, why? She goes, because just the difficulties that comes with that. I was like, yeah. it's a hair color. It's not. It's like, I have <laughs> met every redhead person I know is a fiery it's person. True. I mean, it's amazing. It's I don't true. understand it, but... <laughs> I've never met a redhead that's just like a Insane. completely right. like docile person. So, so does it make more sense now that you've met me? Like, yes. Okay. Like, now that makes <laughs> yes. sense. Oh, it's like I don't see your roots just yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a few weeks and you'll be like, red. I knew I it. I knew it. She's a redhead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know my boss. She's a redhead and right? she's she's a firecracker. See? And then I had a daughter who was also redheaded. But I always had said, you know, a boy because I didn't know how to deal with a daughter since I was <laughs> difficult. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we. We project ourselves, Mm -hmm. especially onto our children sometimes unknowingly. So I'm already projecting a difficult child because I was a difficult child. My mother went through so much. I was emotional. I was a a handful. And then here is my beautiful, amazing daughter. But I had a dream about her before she came either. And I saw the red hair and everything. Mm -hmm. I even saw the little gown before I had purchased it. So then I thought, did I purchase it because I had the dream? Or did I see it before? Because when I saw the I was like, this was in my dream, and I bought it. Yeah, that's so but cool. It, I loved it. But see, I would would not change it for the world. And she is one of those that she doesn't really identify as male or female. She just says, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. And she she doesn't even wear makeup. Total opposite of me, no makeup. So there's, <laughs> I was sure to not project 
any of my personality onto her. There are things she can't battle. She's argumentative. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the red hair, she couldn't change. And everyone, lo- she's beautiful red hair. And like I say, I was kind of like you feeling so guilty. Because then the weirdest part was we were all wearing pink on the day that we had the the reveal like oh wow in the doctor's oh, office wow. everyone on purpose wow. no no we just... did not realize we were all wearing pink and then we suddenly look and then they say it's a girl and we're all looking down at each other going that makes sense <laughs> yeah. see a premonition yeah. from dreams from you it know is, and, and on, like for me I don't know it's a premonition when I have it. Right. It's just when something happens later, I'm like, oh my God, I knew. Like, right. I dreamt it. And that really freaked me out about my mom because, yeah. of course, now I think back, like, was I supposed to do something? But I don't even want to talk about that right now. Right. I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. It's one of those, I can't, can I share why I think we have premonitions? Yeah. I think yeah. especially for things that are very tragic and, and very painful, I think the universe, God or whatever you believe, is preparing us. Mm-hmm. I think that we have these things come to us because they're preparing us because when things just happen yeah they're more tragic like yeah. I, i'll give you an example there was um you know i saw an article about a little girl who was hit by a car you know no one saw Ugh. that coming she didn't normally play near the street <clears throat> this was a very fluke thing that she would even run into the street <clears throat> and it wasn't a very busy street so no one would have ever thought let me caution her about running into the street no one ever saw her run into the street and she did and was hit by a car and without that preparation losing a child so suddenly or even losing a parent losing anyone mm-hmm. a, a pet it is tragic it's 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 hard to right. take that on. Yeah. So a lot of times I feel that these dreams are premonitions because I'm sure you woke up crying. I'm sure you were very upset and you were, you know, you're still never fully prepared. No one's no, ever, no. I, I will never say anyone's fully prepared, but I think emotionally it's almost like training. Emotional like training. Becomes, I agree. It's mm-hmm. still, um, I'm trying to find the right word. It's still a shock and it's still, you're not prepared for it, but it's like less of a trauma than, right. than it would be no, it if is. you didn't right. have that. And I do think that that's what, like, I did feel Mm -hmm. like that's what that was for me later on, because that's honestly how, the only way I could explain it. Right. Is I don't think, honestly, I don't think I could have prevented it. I, you know, our mom is extremely stubborn, and she was very private about things like her health, but she did, she did die suddenly. I mean, she wasn't, it wasn't like cancer or some sort of terminal illness Mm -hmm. that, led to a death right it was she went to take a nap and she never woke up and right. she was 55 and oh, so you know young yeah and that shouldn't have happened but right. i do think it was like because i i could not stop thinking about it for those two years yep and i mean it like i said the dreams were continuous not like every night continuous right. but they would come every few months really like it was so it wasn't just one time yeah no it was not one wow. time and even for me to call <clears throat> call our stepdad and be like, I need you to come over. And I literally said, please just come over one day when you're on your way home from work because I don't want mom to know about it. And he came over and I brought him in our bedroom or our bedroom. (laughs) Me and my husband's bedroom. (laughs) Me and my husband's bedroom. And I was like, this is going to sound really weird. And he's not that kind of person. Yeah. He's not like a, a paranormal anything. And he's not very like religious or spiritual. Or And I was like, I know this is just going to sound really weird, but mm-hmm. I have had multiple dreams about mom and told him about like that she's going to pass away. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to do something or like have an intervention with her right. or what it's supposed to be. He definitely took me seriously, yeah. but we all also know our mom very well. And that was his wife and she was extremely stubborn and mm-hmm. not healthy, but not willing to change either. Right. So, you know, but now my takeaway from it 
might not be so much you were supposed to stop that as preparing me because right. I was 29 when she died, you know, like very young, but also I was the oldest, mm-hmm. you know, Lainey's younger than me and our other brother and sister, Lauren Will, they're younger and, you know, they were in high school when oh it happened. Gosh, that's so terrible. it was just an all around bad situation. Right. But we don't have to talk about that. Right. Anymore. Right. Sorry. I just kind of like no, went down our little right. rabbit hole there. No, but I, I, I'm very thankful you shared that with me. And, and, and hopefully that makes a lot of sense for, for what that is. Yeah. It's, I've done readings for people because I'm, I'm a medium as well. Something I don't generally advertise, but it's also something that I don't shy away from now as much. Now that we have great shows with people who are mediums so that they demystify, yeah. we don't think, oh, everyone's a freak if you talk to spirits. Right. You know, It's one of those that I have communicated with spirits who have passed away. And if it's any comfort, it's it's there in a great place. It's yeah. it's one of those. Some people believe that. Some people don't. I've even had one that she goes, I can't wait to reincarnate. And I was like, Aww. I wasn't sure if there was reincarnation. And she was telling me, she's like, ha ha, bullshit, I'm going to. And I'm like, can you pick it? I'm sitting yeah, there with all these questions, <laughs> like ready want? to document this. And, and I wish that spirits could just come to you and give you all the answers, but they right. don't. It's like there's a code. Yeah. Now, they so, speak cryptically. Think about it. How many people have ever had a seance or anything to where a spirit just like gives you all life's answers? They never do. Just like dreams come and prepare us premonitions come and prepare us and spirits a lot of times that are we don't even know why they're attached to us prepare us such as the one that was talking to you going ashley you know the, yeah the experience that we talked about in the other podcast yeah. yes on your podcast <laughs> Sorry, on the other podcast that these things are just to let you know they're there yeah and you'll get signs and, and different things. Be, yeah no i totally agree I'm, and we've talked about that too before on our show like some things want to know like want to be known and then mm-hmm. other things we talked about shadow people like shadow people typically typically don't want to be known. That's right. why you see them out of the corner of their eye and they disappear or yes. you just oh, saw shaking over your lady's like, nope. Yeah, because they like typically it. don't want you to know that they're there and they're, that they moved. That's why they didn't, right. they didn't want you to see. Which interesting um, enough, I have had one follow me for the past two weeks now. Oh, really? Yes. And guess okay. where that came from? Is Old Town Spring. Is <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> It's like, like, don't worry. It's something that it was one of those that I was having such horrific, you know, seeing this, like you said, out of the corner of your eye. And it went from not being out of the corner of my eye. It went from standing there. It had to have been seven feet tall. This is something I hope people listening to this will go, what a weirdo. Who do you have on your show? But it's like, (laughs) these are things that happen that I've experienced that, you know, I I try to be more open about now. Mm -hmm. So I saw it and I'm sitting there thinking I am sleep deprived. I am seeing a seven-foot shadow. It's probably something out of the window, and it's reflecting off something else. I always go to logical first. So I take my flashlight like a little kid on my phone, and I'm like, oh, you know, looking, going, ha-ha, I don't see a shadow there anymore. And I'm laying down, and my husband goes, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing, just go to bed, go to bed, go to bed. We go back to sleep. The next day, we're at the breakfast table. My daughter is sitting across from me. We're having a normal conversation. And uh, being autistic, she can be very blunt. There's mm-hmm. not a buffer between when she tells you things that could be jarring. Mm-hmm. And as we're sitting there, I'm drinking my coffee barely halfway through. <laughs> and she she looks right at me and goes, oh, by the way, you might want to do something about that shadow man standing outside your room. Oh, what? She goes, he's starting to get on my nerves. I'm like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell anyone about this because yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm just sleep to deprived or a weirdo over here and she goes oh yeah there's a shadow man he was outside your room he keeps standing out there i don't know what he wants you might want to tell him to go yeah I'm like wow we, yeah, okay. that's known as the watchman I'm yeah like, and they do they just watch you so i'm like the hell like because i did uh, i think i've done a lot of research on that with some of my blogs and different mm-hmm. things i haven't delved 
too far into it because shadow figures can be deemed as good, bad, and everything in between. Exactly. Cryptid, human, non-human, we, we don't know. Yeah. This one, so I reached out to my friend Leanna. She is a psychic in uh, Liberty, Texas. She's incredible. She's, I've gone to her a hundred times. There are not many psychics that I will truly believe in or put mm-hmm. my faith in. I will mm-hmm. walk in and not tell you anything and be a full skeptic and you better tell me a detail. Not I see the letter H in your life. I yeah. will walk out the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or or we or if James, my husband, is sitting next to me and they go, Oh, you guys love each other. And it's like, I'm glad I paid for this yeah. no you to tell me. It's like he's with his hand on my shoulder. Thanks for that. Leanna, totally different. Like you will walk in there and she will go, Who is this person and this person who looks exactly like this down to the descriptor and describing the label of their clothing? Wow. And you go, what? Yeah. So I consulted oh, her goodness. yesterday. <laughs> I, you have to. She is legit. But it's one of those you'll always walk away and go, bullshit. Because you don't want it to be. It's, not, it's right. not the greatest the news all the time. Yeah. So I asked her what it was. And she said it was from Old Town Spring. She said it was a Native American shaman. And apparently mm-hmm. my spirit, because sometimes I guess they see our spirit and not our physical selves. Mm-hmm. Like Just like a dog can see something we can't see. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have a lot of uh, Native American ancestry in my past. And apparently whatever spirit is with me looks like his wife. She oh, passed on. Wow. He did not. So she goes, that's why he keeps attaching to you. Because this is the second time. I go, every time I go to Old Town Spring, there's a shadow person. I keep thinking, am I making this happen? Yeah. Like, because I'm one of those two that I do believe you can manifest things. Like, you can maybe see something on TV and you dream about it that Mm -hmm, night. mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be a premonition. So I'm going, did I manifest the shadow figure? And she explained to me, she goes, just tell him, I'm not your wife. You need to go back. And she explained to me what to do, guided me. Very helpful. So when I say care. Careful with Old Town Spring, for sure, but totally worth taking the tour one, two, ten times because it's exciting to learn mm-hmm. yeah, about all these places. You're really pumping me up to go. I know, I'm I can't wait. I'm a little scared. And go eat at the Wunchy Brothers because if you like chicken fried steak, oh Heck my yeah, we God. do. We love <gasps> chicken fried steak. Then you have to go there. They know me when I come in. They're like, you're going to get this chicken fried steak. I was like, how did you know? They had a premonition. They had a premonition. <laughs> they knew it. Yes. It's like, I knew you were psychic. And they're, they are embracing a lot of their history now with the Wunchy Brothers. Walk upstairs. Go sit in that rocking chair. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay, we need to keep that in mind. Since you guys have haunted real estate, dive into it. Old Town Spring, there's, uh, I think, 35 buildings. You could probably do a podcast on Mm -hmm. each one of the history there. And you can even go interview, since you like to research, interview the shop owners. They'll tell you. Yeah. They'll tell you their experiences, which is kind of neat because it's like everybody here can't be full of shit. There's something to this. I feel it. I see it. Right. And then you'll see 100 cats on your trip at night. There's something about cats in Old Town Spring. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right about that. (laughs) Yeah. When uh, I was a teenager, actually, Old Town Spring was where all the garage bands would go to play. And so we'd go see our band friends, you know, all the time that were playing. Yeah. There are a lot of. They were always at the coffee shops. Yeah. Java Jazz. Remember Java Jazz? Yeah. Coffee shops are awesome there and yeah people were our teenage friends were always playing there but yeah there were a lot of cats at it night. still has the same feel like it just feels like oh, a yeah, small does. town trapped in there like i said i don't want to give away anything from the tour no. but I, all i mentioned was the judge because it's one of those that's very predominant there and karen miller has some books about old town spring if you ever want to check those out yeah. like with the details especially research for your podcast for yep. for sure for your haunted real estate well stuff. that might end up being like a two or three parter then oh yeah yeah this the oh, history oh, alone let's get the chills again uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> he's got yes. chills over there so thank you for letting me share yeah. a lot of these stories a lot of it comes off 
was kind of weird and kooky, but uh, oh, we've none been of do- it's weird or kooky okay. to us. <laughs> well, we, we've been doing the ghost hunting beauties for over a year now. Uh, we wrapped up season one filming. We're, we're we've already filmed a couple of things for season two. Uh, we definitely want to keep listening to the haunted real estate podcast because we want to kind of get some ideas of where we need to go. Yeah, yeah. Researching is fun, and yes, we'll we can tell you where to go, and we kind of want to go with you and yes. just like <laughs> just be a fly on the wall and see how y'all do things. That would, that would be, be great. so fun. So yeah. how can people find you? You can find us at ghosthuntingbeauties.com, which has the links to all of our social media. Uh, YouTube is where you're going to find the streaming show launching in October. We have the podcast from our show as well that's there. You can see excerpts from it, full episodes. We have episodes on attachments. We have experts coming in. We had you guys come on, which is mm-hmm. incredible. Like sharing your stories. Like it's just been so a fun adventure. So find us there. TikTok, you find the funnier side of the paranormal right, stuff. Right. And you can see we're launching like it's right around the corner. It's yeah. almost here. Yeah. I know. Spooky season Finally, is almost spooky here. Spooky season. Just, I'm so ready. Me right. Because it comes after hell season where I just it's so hot. I'm right. Just, this is so ridiculous. Right. Just walk outside. Yeah. It's like I'm living in hell now. <laughs> I, yes, exactly. It is. Armpit of Houston, but or armpit of the South. I don't know. <laughs> it's the armpit. It's of an armpit. That's what well, sure Houston armpit. is hot. So. Just sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so, so much. Yeah. I'm so excited to listen more and hopefully be able to go with you guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I hope to have you guys back, especially if you find some more locations and come on the show and talk to us about some of these places. Maybe we'll have the experience. Yeah. Even better. Yes. Yeah. We would love it. So you guys got Angela's information. So go check out Ghost Hunting Beauties. Um, if you would like to follow Haunted Real Estate on Instagram, that's haunted.real.com estate. If you have any suggestions for any properties that you'd like for us to cover, please feel free to email us. That's at hauntedrepod at gmail.com or send us a private message on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this special episode. And thank you, Angela, for coming. Thank you. Or letting us record in your studio. (laughs) Thank you for being home. Thank you. We just knock on doors and see if we can record people. You're like, hey, can we come in? (laughs) Y'all have a great day. Bye. Bye.